There we go. Episode 14, Blind Spots. Again, follow the Blind Spots. I'm pretty sure it's missing the underscore. A, I know you'll, you'll throw it in here. Yeah. That underscore, <laughs> it's missing the vowels. My name's got all the vowels, Bobby Bronze. His name has all the vowels, not Patrick Hughes for now. Um, <laughs> episode 14, like I mentioned last week, uh, my birthday was this week. So, we're recording this a, a day after my birthday. Throw some confetti in there. <laughs> yeah, that, it, it's cool because when you send it on Apple, like it automatically throws balloons in it. Yeah, it, it automatically. <laughs> um, I usually hit people with the fireworks or the confetti, make it a little bit more special. Maybe the little loud thing, whatever. But when they got a yeah. champagne bottle pop or something like that, they got like a. They don't I, have that. I, I don't think so. The, it might have been new. I know the iOS just changed, so I think, I think I'm thinking about the fire shit. They fireworks, got. It, yeah. literally because it pops. Yeah, I um. I was normally going to work because I, I I had to work. Normally, I have my regular day off is today on Wednesday. But I uh, I took the day off just because people were going to bother me about not taking the <laughs> day off. Like, hey, why are you still working? So I took it off. Day was fine for me. I went and did some shit with my little brother. He's going to school um, for dental school in Connecticut. And he oh, leaves fine. Thursday. So... Um, I was supposed to be with him Saturday. All the siblings are getting together. I have five younger brothers and a few older siblings. We we're going to get all together. I couldn't make it Saturday because I was in a family reunion. I had this packed week. This family yeah. reunion was for Alex's mom's side. We drove to Jupiter, Florida. So like three and a half hours. A lot of driving. But cool to be around those people. That was Saturday. Then, obviously, like I said, Tuesday. Then today was really the day that I was doing shit. Like, Tuesday, I went to the gun range, and I just was taking advantage of, like, all the free shit as you can get. Amazing. So that's always <laughs> yeah. good. And then today, I did the chiropractor, which is fun. That's fun for me. That's grown-up fun. Um, and then on the way back, well, before, because Xavier, shout-out to Xavier. Shout out to Tierra Latina. If you want some authentic Hispanic food, uh, it's on the corner of fucking Nebraska and I forget what the street is, but you can't miss it. Big yellow fucking sign. Head north on Nebraska. Kind of a weird parking lot, but who gives a fuck? Right Just slide. Bush. Between Bush and, and like Fowler, you can't miss it. It's on the left yeah. hand side. It's if you're traveling north, definitely on the left. Um, so I go, he messages me like everybody does. He says happy birthday, and he's like lunch on me. But he's always says that he's always very gracious. Now that doesn't mean you guys that he's going to pay for your lunch. It just means he paid for I mean my lunch. So um, he he tells me to come in. I see another guy that I knew. I knew him before him, and that's his actually his goddad. And we were just kind of all talking about how you know each other, and. Uh, he made me this breakfast sandwich that he gets every morning. It was phenomenal. I appreciate him. Oh, and I had a banana soda. Yeah. Fan- uh, there was, it was like Phantom or I was some random brand. I, it was it was it was a Hispanic soda. So yeah. one of my favorite things to do is when you go into these 
like more ethnic stores, there's always some shit in there that's like exclusive to them. So it's like for for that culture, it's everything. And for us, it's nothing. Right. <laughs> like I had a Dominican homie come by and he had collard greens once and he was like, Yo, this is the best thing ever. And I was like, Yeah, this is like kind of a thing for us. Like, you know, we like this is just for whatever. He's like, How often do y'all do this? Like, how often do you want it? Like, I guess, you know, yeah. that's, that's, that's about it. And you got <laughs> if, if mom makes a big pot on Sunday, then that's what we eat for the rest of the week. Like Yeah. <laughs> that and, and cornbread together is a meal. Where is the protein? It's, it's in there. It's in it's there. It's in there. So he gives me a banana soda, which it, I'm like, this looks interesting. I want to try this. And he's like, and then the lady behind the counter, she's like, there's another version that is better to me. And he's like, oh, I got you, bro. I'm going to go get it. And so he leaves around the corner, brings it back in. So I leave with two sodas. I'm in the car, <laughs> trying, I'm in the car double fisting sodas. <laughs> and I'm like, Yo, this is happy, great. Happy, happy pride. Double double fist and banana pops. Yeah, there it is. And they were and they were, they were delicious. <laughs> so if you ever see a banana soda out, it sounds odd. Because I'm like, who the fuck would think to put banana with a soda? But it's absolutely amazing. Shout out to him. And then I finished tonight. I had dinner at this place called Haven. If you're in the city in Tampa, you probably are familiar with Burns. Okay. Burns had a restaurant called Sideburns. That's and hilarious. They they turned into Haven. And so Haven is in South Tampa. It was really good. I had short ribs. Korean inspired. Really good. Um yeah, so that was pretty much my week. And I turned 30. So a lot of people Asking me how I feel. How, so, how, I mean, the obligatory question. How how do you feel? I always have a. Um, if, to me, I feel like every five years, I like uh, shake up the room. Like I do some wild shit. Like I always have the urge to just be like, like this. This um, for my thirtieth, I was like, and fuck this job. I'm gonna quit. <laughs> so that's what I did. So when I, but five years before that, I was like, man, I was living with my parents at the time, and I was like. Man, fuck this house. I'm finna move. So like every five years, I just up and do some shit. Um, but I was wondering, did you have you have similar uh, feelings about about the age of thirty? Was there anything that you were like anxious about or like jittery about turning thirty at all? You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because, and this is not even on the rundown, guys. But so I personally like to just like be in the moment. Like that's the biggest thing. Like like everybody does their like uh, New Year's resolution. Mine for this year, and I don't really like them, but it was something I wanted to be was more present. So I spent probably the last month or so thinking about 30 and not like my fear of 30, but like I started thinking about like what is like 30 is looked at as like this mature age and and people think everything is downhill. And like based on like life's expectancy, this is kind of middle aged to be fair, even though it doesn't feel like it's middle aged. And so I was thinking of like the theme of the last month or so has been like, what is appropriate and what is like maturity? And so I was watching Dormtainment and mm. they were, they're older than us. They're like 35, 35. <laughs> and they were like having, like they were like making like titty jokes, like jokes about titties, jokes about dicks. 
And I was like, man, somebody would look at this and be like, this is not appropriate, right? Or not, this is not, like, you shouldn't be acting like this. Like, you need to grow up, right? Also, at the same time, I saw a video of Jay-Z watching his wife perform, and he just went straight. He went full ghetto. Like, he's, he's holding a bottle of champagne. He's jumping up and down. He's holding it. You could clearly see. And I'm like, well, somebody would probably look at him and be like, okay, you're too old. Diddy has this video act bad. He's in his room. Right. He's thinking about that. <laughs> he's but, he's butt that. naked. And he's going crazy, getting he's drunk and everything. And I'm like, man, this guy's in the mid 50s. Like he's, he's too old to be doing shit like that. And so I, I thought about that. And I'm like, all right. There's a lot of things that we deem as like what's mature. But like, there's no way you could tell like these two billionaire guys, like they're not mature. Like, obviously, there's like time and place. But like, it just made me start to think like all this shit was made up and we could probably go reach back to white supremacy somehow. Just like uh, respectability politics. And my dad used to tell me like, you need to pull your pants up and put a belt on and shit like that. Oh, and like, and like <laughs> I do it. Like I, I was obviously I do it. But then I'm like, man, that never got me any further than wherever I was just because I had my belt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I've got criticized or maybe, you know, looked at weird in department stores because I go in dressed how I'm dressed. But like, I know exactly what I'm talking about when I'm trying to go get size for a suit and I want to get tailored. It just appears different. You know what I'm saying? And I had, I was in always really high level classes, but then I lived in certain areas of Tampa. So like I could kind of navigate these, these different uh, rooms. And it just made me think, man, all this shit is bullshit. None of it means anything. And maturity, like you can't tell me I'm not mature. I pay for a car loan. I have a mortgage. And you know what? I might make a crude joke. I saw Drea on her Instagram. She was wearing a bikini. What was the stat line? It wasn't anything. Oh, oh, what is she? Oh, well, <laughs> Joker numbers. <laughs> MVP, a cornerstone. We are building the franchise. <laughs> Absolutely, one thousand percent. Like, don't get it twisted. But she was with her. She was with her kid. And so, like, <laughs> her bikini, some may say, is, like, not appropriate to be around kids. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, a, it was a conversation that was going on Twitter. And you might have saw it, but it was, like, a dude, like, smacked his lady's butt. And then the baby did it. And they were, like, and he was, like, don't do that. And the, the people in the comments were, like, well, if you don't want the baby to smack the butt. You don't smack the lady's butt. But then they always say, like, you got to show, like, these positive interactions between the two parents to let them know what that looks like. And there's a movie called Elemental coming out. And then there's, like, a it was, like, a scene where the dad pulls the mom down and kisses her all over. And the kids at the table is like, ah. And it's like, you kind of want to show them that. And, like, at what point is it too far like you want them to know what yeah. this positive uh, interaction between like two parents, especially like two black parents specifically, because um, of how they stigmatize the black families and there's no nuclear families, all this bullshit. It's like this is not true at all. Like I grew up with two parents. My, my wife grew up with two parents. You know, what I'm saying you've got your two parents that have been together for a long time. 
And it's like, man, this is important. But then some people will tell you that's too far. It's like, then what is too far? And then I'm like, once again, all this shit was made up. All this shit means nothing. And I'm starting to think like, oh, well, I love streetwear. Does streetwear die at 30? Like, do I just wear pants that are trousers now? <laughs> I've, been, I've, I've been wearing a lot of issy lately. Like, is that where my life goes? And I'm like, but I still like ripped up jeans. And I like, I just bought a couple varsity jackets. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, we, we're still doing streetwear. King of Arms is my guy. That's, that's, uh, and, and, you know, I don't, I, I was, it's strange to me because I usually just look at cool people. Um, and I really don't think he's as cool as somebody that should be like a fashion person to look after, but I, he's a really well dressed man. You be putting that shit on. <laughs> he's a really well dressed guy. So, yeah. I and mean, he's not afraid either. I've seen him wear not, print, He's not, I'm like, I don't know, but you did it. So good for you. Hey, I'm like, you know, Everything else aside, the man can dress. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's, I think he's 50 something. And yeah. that's exactly what I like. I, I'm trying my best to not enter that phase now and just stay here with my white tees and my ripped tees. Until and, get enjoy. There. Yeah, because it's like, okay, cool. You know what? I could buy a jump. I, could, I, I, just, I had my own, own few jumpsuits and, and I would wear them. <laughs> so, like, so I'm like, uh, let me not let me not do it too much. Like, you know what I'm saying? One or two, but let me not just like the ALD shit. It's literally, it's like I gotta chill out. I gotta yeah. chill out uh, because it's elevated polo, but it just makes you look like a middle aged white guy. Um, but but when they be at ALD, they be fly. So it's like yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Man. That whole area of Little Italy, like Soho area, yeah. That whole strip, Mulberry Street. It's literally like a walking ALD lookbook. I swear. I I walked and I, I saw the people and I'm like, you know what? Amy's close. Ironically enough, um, I, my friend who lives there, he didn't know about Amy. And I saw a guy literally wearing like this hat. I, ironically Amazing. enough, I had, I had him sitting right there. But he was wearing this hat. And he's like, man, I never gave a fuck about this brand. But now that you mentioned it to me, I literally see it everywhere. Everywhere. Like, either that or kid. <laughs> and so you, you're moving in that direction. Like, that's where they're trying to move us. But then again, you look at Teddy and you look at Ronnie and they still dress how they, they do it from time to time. But they still dress how they dress. And yeah. so then all these things have been going literally in my brain for the last eight years. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Once again, none of this shit means anything. I guess I'm still good. And I wasn't like worried. This was more tongue in cheek. Right. I'm a st- I still march to the beat of my own drum anyways. But like, so there are some people that go through these real tough times where like, man, I guess I got to put childish shit to the side. And then I'm like, so what is childish? I got a mortgage. You can't tell me that I'm childish. Like, yeah. Like, fuck? like I pay for all this shit. So if I want to run around naked in this bitch and jump on the tables and pop champagne, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> like, it's just that simple. If, if, if I don't, then I won't. But all those things that are like, you know, people put on labels and call stuff immature. Um. It would be immature if you were late on your payments and like, like you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Like, in your car repossessed. Yeah, you're not taking care of your responsibilities. Is immature. But if everything's taken care of, I mean, yeah. Like you said, 30 is actually, if you think about it, 30 is closer to, to midlife. Like, that is, yeah. so at this point, if, if 
if it's so downhill, I'm, I'm about to run it up. I'm about to have some fun because yeah. I've only got half my time left. <laughs> I best make the most of this half. The first half was cool, but it was foundational. Now this back half, we're going to have some fun. I forgot who said it, but somebody put it into the context of your years left of how many summers you have. That and shit, that was, I, don't, that, I don't like thinking about that. <laughs> that fucked me up. <laughs> that I don't like thinking about. That, I, was, I was like, like, because my dad, will, he'll, he'll be like, he said the same shit. My dad's like over his 50s. And he was like, you know, I wish that I would have stopped thinking about certain things when I was younger and I would have did more. And so now he's trying to like backload it, you know? And he did a little bit, but he's backloading. And then I'm thinking, oh, he got like 25 summers, man. Yeah, 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 no, that's where it goes. That's exactly where it goes. That's exactly where it goes. I like, I like immediately stop thinking about me and just think about my parents. And I'm like, oh no. So I'm just like, nope, we're not doing it. <laughs> so then I feel guilty. I'm like, oh, we could do this cruise. You want to get on the Emirates flight? Let's go on this Emirates flight. Have to go in the deck, doing all this dumb shit. Because you, because you know, you think of it like that. And so, like, man, if you spend one summer complaining about all the shit that you shouldn't be doing as an adult. Bro, you, you ain't got that many summers left out of this bitch. And, and you're going to complain about how hot it is? Go switch the weather, man. Chicago is beautiful right now. <laughs> it's it's go, beautiful. Go it's change tough. the weather. I literally got off the plane last year. My brother that's going to dental school, he graduated from at, with his BA, or his BS, rather, um, uh, in Cleveland, Ohio, uh-huh. and I flew there for the day, like on some in and out shit. I got off the plane early, like eight o'clock in the morning. His graduation might have been at ten, and it was like sixty-five degrees, like slight breeze, all sun, real smooth. I'm like, I'm like oh, this is perfect. I'm about to, like, I'm about to be a reverse snowbird. I'm gonna live in Chicago ASAP. Like it's. It's nuts, and Chicago's beautiful. Don't let don't let them niggas tell you that that don't be afraid of your own people. Trust me, if you treat if you treat the city with respect, the city will for the most part people ain't really trying to fuck with you for real. Unless you just in the wrong place and you look like a mark. Just don't look like a mark. Don't have your fanny pack and don't be like staring at shit like that. Like you look like a mark, right? And but still, like you know where you need to be. Times <laughs> get there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be chilling in the south side at one o'clock in the morning unless you it's, know somebody out there. But it's but the thing is it's like it's like basic tourism. You know That's everywhere though. You yeah, you're not home. So don't be on guard wherever you at. If you're not at home, why be on guard. You, why are you in the <laughs> trenches at one? The food's not that good to go to the trenches at one. It's just not. You never know, man. You might you might be on the uh juicy smoye uh pack. It might, it might be a fire ass subway out there. And that's another. And now that I think about it, because we look in hindsight, this nigga got beat up, beat up by where it was mad lights at. And like I know, like I've been in Chicago a couple of times now. Chicago's beautiful, so I'm trying to figure out where it could have happened to him at for real, for real. And he probably was in like River North. You know what I'm saying? He was probably <laughs> he was he was downtown. Like that shit don't happen over there. Does <laughs> it? It's beautiful there. Uh, <laughs> talk about Chicago and be scared. Talk about Chirac. I'm like, you niggas are tripping. 
and the house prices are pretty they're pretty affordable out there. Hey, when I talk down on the shit, might be working in that regard. And I love places with public transportation. I'm a sucker for it. <laughs> that that was a good, but that, that's my my thoughts on thirty. Uh, not nearly as uh, what would the word be? Um, impulsive. Uh, my shit is bad. <laughs> I ran. I ran in the morning. I bust uh, my brother's ass in basketball in the evening. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going hey. to keep putting that shit on, guys. I'm still going to travel, and I'm still going to make crude jokes. I'm the immature one of of the Blind Spots crew, if you can't tell me. I'd be fucking – I'd be doing all type of shit. I'd be like, mm, let me think. Huh. I don't like this. Do that. And then it'll cause a cataclysm of other shit to go left. And I'd be like, oh, mm, should have thought that one through. Whoops. <laughs> but – on the note of, you said something that I wanted to talk about, actually. And it's kind of, it, it, I was going to tie it into just basically what I did this week, because um, my week was kind of uneventful. Um, I had a conversation with my sister about um, a Christian podcast I listened to. I reposted, this, uh, I reshared this story. Um, I reshared a post on my story of a Christian rapper who has a podcast. He's from St. Pete, actually. Uh, nice. it's, called, it's called the Southside Rabbi. Um, and he was talking about basically like Christians over policing of just anything like like. But it's like Christians trying to find the line and flirting with the line as opposed to just staying away from it altogether. But what we do is we'll try to figure out where the line is. And then once we come up with it in our head that this is the line, then we police everybody else about it. As opposed to just like, you know, uh, I don't know the specific scripture, but it says work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So instead of working out your own salvation with fear and trembling, you've now made uh, rules and regulations uh, for everybody else because yeah. certain lines you can't cross. Um, when re- in reality, all of us should probably just be staying away from the law. It's kind of like a keep the Sabbath holy situation to where God doesn't explicitly say what day is the Sabbath? You understand what I'm saying? Like, like we know, you know, Sunday, Monday, you know, whatever. Saturday, some people do Saturday, some people do Sunday. But at the end of the day, like you said, they're just, like, somebody just made it up. Like, yeah. the, there's no, like, actual, you know, you wake up with amnesia and you think there's there's the reason why sometimes you think uh, Wednesday is actually Thursday or why you think Thursday is Friday. And all the, like, so it's very easy to mix up. We do it all the time, which means it's also very easy to make up. Somebody made it up. It's not real. Um, so all I have to say, I tweeted it out yesterday, but it's like I have to remind myself that I love black people. Of course, um, I did see this tweet. When they do things that don't make sense to me or that are like aren't beneficial, um, when we play into like when we do the respectability things, when we play into like white supremacy, when we play into all these things. I'm a Christian. My sister's a Christian. Um, I don't really buy into the thought process of Christianity as a white man's religion, but I do understand how it becomes, um, how it becomes that. And I do understand why, like, it would be asinine for me to negate slavery. Um, you know, all of the exploits of Christianity, all of the things, all the people that have died in the name of Christ, like whether or not that was uh, correctly or not, but all, all, all those like imperial exploits and everything like that. 
blah, yeah. blah, blah. It would be wrong for me to deny all that stuff. Okay. All that being said, I think you have to look at it from a holistic perspective, blah, 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 blah. But the point that the gentleman was making on his podcast, he said something about um, we talking about we talk about the substances that people put in our bodies, put in their bodies. Like uh, he talked about weed, he talked about uh, something people may drink. And then he said, what's different between that and coffee? Because coffee has a mind altering element as well. Yeah. Now, my sister took, uh, I guess, umbrage to that. Like, I would assume a lot of Christians would take umbrage to the claim like that because you're not necessarily, there's a difference between, her her point was there's a difference between cocaine and coffee. There is. Yeah. But <laughs> I think we. Why is, but why is it? I, so if we look at things from uh, like super and super natural, not supernatural, if you look at things from like a, the most basic standpoint of everything, weed is a plant, cocaine is a plant, uh, like coke, that's, it's a, we, yeah. coffee all is a bean. Yeah. So, so it's all things that have already been set here um, that the Bible also says all things are uh, like you, you are able to do all things, but they're not all like for you. All the, all is lawful, but it's not all expedient. Like it's not, you don't have to do it all, but it's here if you want it. So with that being said, I would assume to me, what all of that stuff means is that you have to rely on your own convictions. That's what the scripture work out your yeah. own, you know, salvation with fear and trembling needs. You need to talk to your relationship with God has to be strong enough. So, you know, okay. Uh, it says be of sober mind. It says do not get drunk on wine. So if we believe in the Bible, then we believe that these words mean things. So when it says do not be drunk on wine, that doesn't mean don't drink wine. It would just say don't drink. Don't overindulge. Drunk. Don't overindulge. So that is the key in all of these things. That's the key with gluttony. That's the key. Like, that's the key with all of it. Everything it's, in moderation. That's something I say all the time. It, that's the whole point. And that is what, and when, like, to bring it back to what we're talking about, what you were talking about earlier, that is the maturity process of it. When you're an immature person, that's when all these things come into play. And of course, there are some, you know, outside outside factors that that you know could could uh, apply to that. Not saying that if you fall to any of these vices that you are inherently immature or anything like that. We know stuff happens, but yeah, it's just a very strange, uh, it's a very strange predicament for Black Americans to still be pushing like the one-sided very like i guess I, like and, and as you can see i'm talking about a conversation i have with my sister so i'm trying to mince my words <laughs> because, because 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 everybody knows i i'm i'm a very harsh black and white person but um yeah i just don't understand why we would still give in to these things that we know aren't real um and what's the thing specifically what we're giving into exactly like, like, I feel like it's, I feel like it's the white supremacy of it all. I feel like that's, that's just what it is. White people yeah. were the ones making the laws. They were the ones that regulated, um, everything. Essentially, they were the ones that said for a little bit, you couldn't even drink alcohol. So for that period of time, whether or not it was a sin in God's eyes, it was a sin because if you drunk it, you are breaking the law of the land. So you know what's, you know what's wild about this? So. Something that was so profound to me, it was fucking Mark Lamont Hill. And it was on The Breakfast Club. 
mm-hmm. and he was trying to explain to Envy and Charlemagne like how we should look at policing different. And I think Envy, uh, his dad was a police or yeah, something like he that. He just couldn't see it. He, he couldn't. He, he couldn't understand that there's like, like these things aren't actually the police's job. So we have to reimagine. Granted, it's so ingrained. We have to reimagine how we look at policing because actually we need to rephrase what is actually a like a law as far as like what's against the law versus like where your morality is set up. Bingo. And that was that was so huge for me because it's like he used the perfect example like weed. Like everybody smokes weed, everybody uses weed, and it's against the law, but like you're still doing it. So like obviously it don't mean shit to you unless you get arrested. Right. But once they change the law and the stigma changes on weed, and now we talk about all the holistic properties and Bingo. and the healing properties, Bingo. now it's got better PR. And now it's actually like, oh, you know, this actually helped my grandmother with her joints and her pain tolerance. And, you know, this is probably a little bit better for your body than opioids. And we can put it in different forms so that we're not ingesting the smoke, which actually makes it painful for us. And we can make it a little bit more concentrated, take all the bullshit out of it. And so now this is literally like another drug. And I'm taking muscle relaxers from my back and souped up Motrin from my back. And that shit leaves you way more high than, than anything. And this is light shit. So if your morality is set up a certain way, which would go in turns with a lot of the white supremacy, because these laws were created by them, if we're being a bean. Like, just- like Honestly, Are, we're not even thinking of that. Like, if you if you see a sign that says "Don't you turn," because it's unsafe right there, like there's a reason why. But if it's three o'clock in the morning, you don't see no police there, and you need to get that way. You're gonna <laughs> hit this Yui because it's like, bro, it's nobody there. I'm not putting myself in harm, and that was the big thing he said. Is it causing harm? And that's yeah. what goes along with my whole m- mantra on like operating in good faith yep you shouldn't you shouldn't have to worry about hurting people's feelings or doing the wrong thing if you are leading with good faith now you're gonna always hurt somebody you're always gonna break a rule you're always gonna make a misstep but intention is important and if you're operating in good faith then you're probably if you knock somebody over you're gonna try to help them up because you you personally that's why we could tell when the flagrant should stand that motherfucker didn't even try to help him up. Oh, you must have tried to do that shit. If you seen them pretend like they were trying to help somebody up, you probably wouldn't get that flagrant fight. You see Draymond lift his leg on some goofy shit between someone's legs, and then he just yeah. walks out of the direction. It's like, all right, well, maybe you didn't try to do it on purpose, but you obviously weren't trying to not cause harm. And, and so that that's once your, and, once your morality set up that way, it makes it easy. And that's the thing I think, like, Christians need to kind of rewire themselves and it's not rewire yourselves as to what your convictions are or anything like that, but understand that your convictions are your convictions. They're not for you to set up laws and, you know, judge people based on what they choose to engage in. If you only drink wine or a glass or two, that's fine. But even we know that, you know, our tolerances are different based on our body weights and our our sizes. So is three glasses a sin? Like what's, what's too much. If I'm 250 pounds and I don't get loopy until about six glasses, then 
Like, what yeah. what are we what are we really talking about? You can't have the same as me. That's not for you to then get upset and then try to put laws on X Y Z because if 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 you have a conviction towards something, that's not for you to do that. If we are worried about the morality, because one of the things that she she said to me once I brought up the fact that like all of these things are just plants and you know it's not up for us to decide. What she says to me is people aren't going to be able to, um, I guess, control themselves on the hallucinogen. Which I replied, you know, I think they can, but if they can't, that's cool. Um, that's Definitely where functioning drug addicts. There, so many, and and there has to be because you have to, like, you have to figure out how to do this under, like, criminalization. So a lot, a lot, a lot of people engage in in these things and still go to work every day and take care of their responsibilities and take care of their family. And when and when it goes too far, 10, 12 years later is when you figure out, oh damn, dad had a problem. Like, but it really wasn't a problem. It's the 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 problem is that we put laws on things and criminalize people and make people do wild shit to get what they want, as opposed to give it freely with the correct resources so that people can be safe while they indulge in these things. It's the same way that we created laws so people can't drink and drive. It's the same reason why bartenders have uh, certain responsibilities when it comes to, you know, I'm not gonna keep, I'm not gonna keep serving this guy. Not, so so it's just like, that's when it comes, it becomes our job as a society to take care of each other. And the way we take care of each other is not by criminalizing somebody's vices. And definitely the way we take care of each other as Christians is not by using our power uh, within the law, this the same way white people have done, you know, for, for centuries. And it's just like, that's not, it just doesn't make sense as a black American. It doesn't make sense as a Christian. What we're supposed to do as Christians is give the love of Christ, give the, give the, you know, the message of Christ and allow people to choose him. We can't legislate the soul. We can't legislate the heart. We can't legislate, you know, flesh. We can't do that. So instead of trying, Try to understand why they might want to do that, and then uh, if it's if if it if it's upon you or if you're led to you know talk to them about it, and if it's something that you know it's something that they're open with and maybe struggling with, then that is a different conversation. But if it's their fucking birthday, excuse my French, if it's their birthday, <laughs> and I try not to curse when I talk about God, but <laughs> if it's their birthday and they want a bump, then let, them, do a little bit let, of them, let them do a bump, like. And it, was, it was a wedding, and God was like, "Hey, like the the, the water to wine story is literally a wedding where Mary asked Jesus to do the Jesus thing on the wine. We don't we all out of wine, Jesus, because they was all drinking, throwing them back, and she was like, "Hey, son, we need some more.'" And he was like, "Hey, I my ministry don't even start yet. I'm not like that's not what I do right now." He started his ministry early. To give his mama some, some something to drink on, so who are we to then legislate what people can do if God Himself started early, yeah, <laughs> so He could accommodate somebody? Now that does not mean that you overindulge. That does not yeah. mean that you go too far. That is not a pass on you know to to use these things and to use these things as loopholes to circumvent your convictions and what God has told you to do. If He told you don't drink, then don't drink. Yeah, but. That's for you and him. That's not for anybody else. That's you, you and him. So that's why I say I just want Christians to do better. I want people to interrogate these 
these things that we've been given, interrogate yeah. them, and then we can decide how we want to, you know, move forward as a society, as a collective. Then, even if not as a society, just govern yourself accordingly, but always interrogate these things that we've been, just been given. Because you can like, tell when you can tell when niggas don't ask questions. That's really just that's really all it is. It's just like man, there's so much to unpack. But because yeah. because then it just and then it just moves over to the next thing, and it's like, why does everybody keep trying to fuck Sukihana on camera? <laughs> Sukihana's just yeah. doing her job. Why, why, are, why, are, why are people doxing people? Because they people are dock, like, too pretty to work at Home Depot. That's, that's, I don't know. Oh, are you? Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Like, <laughs> Twitter is a, is a great place, man. I um, This is a common theme of my life. I just avoid shit that just seems extra. And that's, I see the girl. Yeah. And I avoid it. And I'm like, I don't care. And then... 24 hours later. And then she's getting... It's not fired, but she quits and she has to move. And I'm like, okay, niggas. She got to drop out of school. Got to go to a different school. Now they got transferred. Um, now I'm just... I'm disgusted. And... I'm and tell you this. And you see it. You saw it on your on your TL and was like, hmm. Scroll. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this. If you're looking for some... OnlyFans to subscribe to, just go to that original tweet, look at the replies. Like, yo, you, you don't want to do anything? Just send them my way. Link in bio. Send them my way. Link in bio. It's it's a ton of sex workers right there in the replies. So if you are looking to spend a little dough, even though that shit probably will pop up on Reddit, but you know, pay the paywalls. Pay the, pay pay the, the paywalls. Pay the, you can't go to Reddit until you, until you spend, you know, you go until you spend a little cash, then you can go. A private message, man. Shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to them, but yeah, uh, I uh, I don't know. Uh, what when niggas always got to take it too far? What um? Because I'm trying, <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying I'm trying, I'm trying to be more measured. I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm, I actually want to be heard. I want yeah. the guys, I want the guys to get. I don't want to beat up on them more than they already get. So I try to throw them a bone, right? Not that they need one. They're, they're too busy trying to bury the one they got. But <laughs> when it comes to this Sukihana shit, the Home Depot girl shit, uh, it's once again seeming like women don't have agency over their own selves. And it's totally our fault again because all she did was tweet a picture of herself. <laughs> like The Sukihana shit is a little bit more complex. But the Home Depot girl is 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 like you know, you should be able to say, y'all daddies keep coming in here and call it ten. I'm too fine to work in here. What do y'all think? like? And she was fine. And like it's you know, it's not like the girl was like. And this thing is, old niggas say that shit to ugly girls. So, so old, old niggas don't give a shit. And, and 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 as I'm getting older, my uh line. For attractiveness has definitely swayed from you know what <laughs> you were talking about functioning drug addicts. I just want to backtrack. Yeah, getting, getting older is realizing that a lot of people are doing cocaine. So if you are worried about whether or not they're functioning addicts, a lot of motherfuckers are doing a lot cocaine. Of them are doing coke <laughs> or yes. have done coke or have done it. I've been I've been in places where I've seen it, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that's what we was doing here. Carry on. It's a, it's a real thing, but yeah, no, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like all of this shit changed. I always, man, like, 
you know the old heads, and you just be like, dog, like that's that's you, that's your that's your queen, and then like, and they just throw you off sometimes because you'd be like, huh? But if you're like, oh, you're horny, like yeah, I like what I like, and you just realize that there's no the beauty standard is 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 not a all this shit fake. It's not real. You like what you like, and that's it. So whether or not the girl was actually fine or not, there's they're gonna be men going in there and telling her she's too fine to be pointing me to the nails. You need to be getting nailed. Now, it should be perfectly okay for her to come on Twitter and say, this is what y'all daddies be talking about. Because it's not, a, well, you know what, I can't even say that. I just know niggas our age don't be in Home Depot to give women that comment. We give that same compliment. We just give it in strip clubs type shit. Like, what, what you doing here? And it's just like, like, this is actually why I should be for niggas like you. But, um, yeah. yeah, the Home Depot shit is just off because there should never be a reason why somebody, I don't even understand why the doxing occurred. Is it just because she thought she's pretty? It's like, is that really it? Like, what does she do? I know she went on her Jesus warrior thing and she was talking about what she has to do and don't have to do in comparison to other women. Which is you know, a whole so funny too. other can of worms to get into, but... It started off as women being mad at other women and that's when I left it because I knew that's where the bad things were going to come in. And then when when doxing occurred and people were being weird, I was like, oh, that was the niggas that arrived. We did that. <laughs> that, we, that, that, that wasn't chicks doing that. We we um. I, I ain't gonna hold signature. you though. I ain't gonna hold you though. And, and this is just on some righteous ratchet and shit. Um, one time I went to I had a ba- I need to get a battery replaced in my car, yeah. and I went to like one of those uh, d- uh auto parts store, and I'm talking to a gentleman behind the counter, and I'm like, all right, well I need to get a battery for a '97 Avalon. And he gives me these options. He's like, hey, you know, we, we actually, you know, we'll donate the cell. That'll take a little bit of money off of it and we'll put it in for you. I'm like, you, he's like, you want to put it in? I'm like, is it free? Like, yeah, it's free with the purchase. I'm like, oh shit, fuck it. And so I'm thinking he's going to come around and do it. And it was this short Hispanic lady, beautiful, gorgeous. And, and she's coming out with the cart. And maybe there's a little bit of misogyny, but I was like, wait, she's going to do it? But then turned on by it and she's like hey can you get in, can you go in there and turn the ignition i was like yeah i will and then will. it turned on and she was like yeah we're done you need any help with anything else do that for you i was like no this is, this is <laughs> what time do you get off i don't think like, we were, i don't think i don't i really don't think like women realize that <laughs> we're like the line between like flirting and all this shit, like it's a very thin line. Super thin. Um, and then a lot of times you don't even think, like you just say shit. So like, not like it, it, it gets. I don't know for you. I speak for myself. For me, it gets worse. It, like it, it got it got worse when I got like in a committed relationship because I'm like, oh, I can say whatever the fuck. There's no fear anymore. Like I like I'm I'm covered. Yeah. <laughs> Now I'm, you thinking, see? now I'm thinking of all the shit to say. And it's just like, this is the total, like, it's the worst comment, but that's literally the thing that guys have to, like, try to get over. But unfortunately, guys aren't doing that work. Um, now, whatever reason that is, whether it be, you know, if you feel like we can't admit those things, we can't talk about it, blah, 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 there are no safe spaces, we know that we're also the one taking all the safe spaces from ourselves. So, 
it's a conundrum once again. She posted the damn DM from Shaq. Now it's more fodder for niggas being like, well, look at this almost billionaire. He okay with the girl. He don't want the girl with the education. and that. So now it's an ad, like, and the girl is in school. Like, she works at Home Depot right now while in school. She's not just a girl at home. Like, and even though she wasn't just a girl at Home Depot, whatever. But that's not, like, so now niggas is correlating she works at Home Depot to she doesn't got an education. And, like, it's like, what are we doing? Like, all she did was say, am I too fine to working at Home Depot? Like, it's, it's, that should be okay. We should be able to handle that. And if, on the other side. And if the girls are going in. <laughs> now, the Suki thing. I just saw the video. Well, not the the, the, the one on that was a podcast. There's a few of that. them. I saw the podcast one. I saw Wackel Cyrus today, just like literally 20 minutes ago. Um, I guess about an hour ago. Um, I normally just don't really pay that much attention to Suki. I watch Love and Hip Hop from time to time. She's on there. Um, but I felt bad for her. Like, <laughs> I never well, ever would feel yeah, bad for, sure. for Suki. I felt horrible. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, is it as rough. is it is it as bad as you feel for the rapper who uh, talks about all the thug shit, and then somebody snatches chain off, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't know what to do about this." Like, I wasn't. No, I, I, I actually <laughs> think that one's funny. It's now it's not it's not funny when it be like the not rapper, like when like if somebody snatched like Logic's chain. Yeah, that would not be funny to me. Like that would be horrible. It's, it's the shit that we're warning Jaw against, essentially. Yeah, that one feels sad too. That one wasn't. It was funny at first, and I was like, ah, not sad. Yeah, but I yeah. think the way that I described it is, uh, so the one guy on on the podcast, Tyrese said that nigga, that nigga get locked up at a porn convention. <laughs> like he doing a he lot. Does? He doing a lot. No, he said he would. Like, like the guy, yeah, like, you, like yeah, you, you doing too much. Doing crazy. Relax. Uh, yeah. But and what was Candy there? I think it's Candy's show. So then that's like. Uh, so then once again, we have this weird dichotomy of like this, this, these like. There's a guy, wallet out, or yeah. and there's a woman who is able to do something about it, and just Kiki's. Yeah. And then we have, it's, we have not home, a, it's not a good look for Candy. We have Home Depot girl, and it's like, well, she posted this shit, and then it was just women. And then guys went in and went too far, and now it's kind of like, hmm, well, you shouldn't say shit. And it's like, but the the Suki shit is is just is the way I describe it is, uh, we are still trying to um, get uh, full cooperation with rape culture, period. Yeah, we're trying to get guys to understand uh, that women don't owe you shit. Uh, it's I ain't gonna lie, like like I, because I decided to do the work early, or when the download first dropped, when we first got the update, I went ahead and hit update. Um, I'm kind of abreast of these things, but if you were a guy that thought Bill Cosby was you know trying to buy NBC and that's why the shit happened to him, then it's gonna take you a little bit of time. Um, so. Um, women don't have the time to wait for y'all to figure it out. 
So it's on They're us. Assaulted in that time, you know, <laughs> and like, and that's the thing. It's it's like it's like so so OnlyFans booms, twenty twenty. They shut shit down. Women got to get back to <laughs> selling Gucci to make ends meet because the world shut down. <laughs> if I could have sold dick pics, I would have. Um, but you know, that's not a market that's booming like that. I don't think girls want to see guy feet. Uh, so. You know, they had to do what they had to do to get to get bread, and not all of them did, but but a lot of women did go into that industry. Um, yeah. Those were new rules. Uh, they did the dick pic, the dick rates, and all that shit. So now you can oh, inbox yeah. them dick pics with seven dollars, and they'll give you a rating and all this extra shit. Um, women are like like it's just so it's it's all this stuff is so complicated, and I feel so bad for for Suki. And women in general, but all this shit is like, this shit is comp like like looking at this shit on his face is wild. If you're somebody that isn't able to you know categorize things appropriately, then on one hand you got women telling you don't send unsolicited unsolicited dick pics. On the other hand, you got women telling you send it, just send me five dollars too. Um. So, if the lines were blurred before all of this even happened. They're fucking like like the, the the spot is literally blind at this point. So so we know that and it's not to give any sort of pass to anybody because what's you know, shit like that is just wrong. She's not she's not shooting OnlyFans content right now. <laughs> like she's not shooting that with you. So that's not an appropriate conversation for y'all interview. Um and YK Osiris, she's not I don't know y'all relationship, but even if that is how y'all get down, she at work. So and it didn't it's not how you get good. down. You know, it didn't look good on camera. It just it, it, it just does not like it all these situations just don't read well. So I get that there may be some confusion as to what is and isn't appropriate anymore because y'all were slow to come around to just understanding women can be horny and still say no. Women can think you're attractive and still say no. Women can be quote unquote hoes and still say no. Yeah, they, they still have agency. Y'all are slow to all of these concepts. So then you throw in sex work into it. And sex workers have historically not been represented well and historically not have had that agency. I mean, there's, I'm, I haven't done the research, but I know at a certain point you could get off of uh, a fatal car accident by saying you were drunk. Yeah. So I'm assuming you could probably get away with some rapes by saying she's a hoe. Yeah. Um, so all of these things that we're trying to correct and right the wrongs is just going to take some time. And it's just not fair to continue to ask women to wait. It's the same thing that, you know, James Baldwin asked the white man, it's like, how much time do you want for the progress? It took my my people time, it took they people time. Like, so it's almost coming up on 10 years uh post the Hamble Burris, Bill Cosby shit, and we all get, you know, a crash course on what rape culture is, um, and everything like that. It's almost been 10 years. We gotta start making some strides, fellas. Like I ain't gonna come down hard on y'all. Like y'all really need to be coming down hard on. Like y'all gotta chill out with this shit, low key. But uh, it, like the time is up on the progress. Y'all need to get it together. 
Like if if you see shit like that and you see your man's doing shit like that to women, hold them accountable. Like you might lose a friend. Hold them accountable. Fuck it. You don't want that friend no way. If that's how you treat women, no. you don't want that friend. So I'm here to say I understand that you do not understand. I understand that that is something that's a hard concept for you to grasp. Whether you grasp it or not, don't do that shit to no fucking body. But you need to start grasping it if you're gonna be here and out here with everybody. If you're gonna if you're gonna be a part of the society with everybody kicking it and engaging with everybody, yeah. you have to understand it. And it don't matter. It's the same rules for the girls that's in school taking care of whatever, whatever. Uh, that that's got these six figure dentists. You know, all these girls, whatever these these girls that don't want y'all anyway because y'all keep fucking complaining about them on the fucking podcast and shit. All those girls, the same rules apply for them as the same rules that apply. For the girls like Suki that y'all don't think shit about because they got chest hats and they busting it open on only the and they got it's the same rules. No matter the occupation, no matter how they look, it's the same rules. Respect. Are, are, are men that um that threatened by Suki? Because I've seen that oh Suki kind of does the same shit. So why is it weird that it's done to her? And I was like, I don't know if I've ever seen her do like that. And 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 whether she does or not, um I don't know, because I don't pay attention to her. Um, but that is, the, and, and the thing is, I say, I know she don't, um, because it will come across the TL. Because yeah. there's no way y'all niggas will let this shit ride without yeah. calling out the double standard of, well, she do it to this. Like, like I've seen now the, the resurgence of the video where she was twerking on a little boy. So, you know, somebody tried to use that as, well, why y'all coming to the, the, the defense of somebody that would do something like this? Because she's still a person, and you know, people who are wrong also deserve respect. People yeah. who have done wrong deserve respect. But once again, we play into the idea that once a person makes a mistake, once a person does some shit we don't like, once a person makes a decision that we don't agree with or we don't understand, we throw them away and we say, fuck them. Whatever happens, happens. Oh, fucking well. You yeah. earned it. And that's just not the way to be. If she decides to be a rapping sex worker and that's her career, you're the guy's foot in the bill. So it's not the time to be like, well, shit. That's what she talk about. It's not the time for that. It's the time to say, hey, you can imagine that shit with a goddamn uh, VR machine with the 3500 Apple shit. You know what I'm saying? You pay 3500 for the Apple and then you can pay so you can pay twenty dollars for the OnlyFans, and you can go. And, you know what I'm saying? You go get your lubes and whatever else you got to get. There's plenty of toys now. There's, there's just it's not a, there's not as many toys as there are for girls, but there's a lot of toys out there for us now. Yeah, they're And go ahead and go go get you and have a good time with the VR set. It's immersive, and you can and you can run wild. It's gonna cost you a couple. It's gonna cost you some money. But as we spoke about yeah. last episode. They was dropping the fees. So if you got it, you can pay for it. Don't just walk up to the lady and, and do that. That's a person. At the end of the day, that's a person. So, you know, it's different from, you know how wild it is that comedians don't like when people be like, hey, bro, tell me some jokes. Be funny. And they're like, that's not. Bro, I'm just out here, like, trying to eat dinner. Like, what the fuck is going on? Um, It's the same concept, except this one is, like, you're actually, like, breaking a law and yeah. 
like robbing somebody of their agency and do like, like it's, we don't ask people to do shit that they do. Why are they not doing the shit that they do? <laughs> like if you're going to, if, if she's going to engage in that with you, I need to have that preset up. And if there's a fee associated with such things, you should pay it. <laughs> but, and money money is not spent any better than on coochie anyways if we're just being thousands that's what we I work never, for anyway i never bought it but i mean maybe i bought it indirectly you know there's a possibility i guess there's a line of thought but, there's, there's, a, there's a whole group of people that have that line of thought where it's like well you paying for it either way you tricking off either way you tricking off with your husband you tricking off with your wife so think, think of the last hundred dollars you guys spent and think about how much joy it brought you and then think about like Gucci. Like compare those two things. The, that, goal, the goal rate is like sixty, honestly. Like, but once again, it's criminalized, so y'all can't pay for the shit. So now it's a whole criminal underworld, as opposed to just legalizing the shit and taxing the fuck out of it and doing whatever you gotta do. And then you can regulate it and put some safety protocols in for people so that if some shit go go left, she can call the cops. And say, that's hey, what weed is. It's everything's just, prohibition. Everything's prohibition. All it is, guys. It's not real. It's <laughs> none of it's, it. Was, I hate to break it to you. None of this shit's real. It's all oh. just made up from repressed ass people trying to control you, motherfuckers. Um, y'all take the bait now, every look, time. Don't go down the rabbit hole like I do. When I just start thinking about every day, it, it'll keep you up at night. Like what's not real and what's real. It's the metric uh, stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's that. It was above his time. Now, now, which which one of these? Because I know it was a there was a conversation. It seems like you, you sometimes you have some really compelling things on the timeline. I will just say this, uh, just to get this out of the way. Congratulations to the Nuggets. Thank you for beating my mommy Heat. That's enough for you guys. Um, but you guys um, get Dame now. Please. <laughs> I'm still on the board. Hero. Sheep Hero and Robinson right out of their contracts will match up. We'll, we'll go from there. <laughs> um, now, I, I think you were talking about the no album or single is charted in um, 2023. Yeah, I, you know, I really should have pulled that off because it ain't shit to talk about. It's the, it, it really is not. Like, nobody nobody dropped. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, and they showed a picture of, it was Drake, and who was Drake with? It was like Drake and Future or Drake and somebody. It's just like, that's and I was, not. I was like, yeah, they haven't dropped. Nobody dropped, so... If the the heaviest hitters to drop, Tyler Creator dropped a deluxe of his album that came out last year. So uh, Lil Yachty dropped a good album, but it's Lil Yachty. He's not ever going to rise to number one unless it's some wild shit. Um, and then I think like Gumbo, Young Nudie, uh, Jack uh, dropped his. So there were some that came out, but it's not no heavy hitters that's supposed to just automatically go to number one. Jack could have went number one, but his album was boom bap. So it's not going to go to number one. And he didn't promo it or anything. Um, and he's still not promo. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so so it's like, it, he did the local artist shit where he dropped the album and then a week later it'd be like, well, you know, it do what it do. You know, it's, you know like, there's no promotion behind it anymore. There's not any, any more press around it. So that was really like a nothing burger. It, it was something that was interesting, I guess, because damn, since 1993. But when you look at it and you see that nobody dropped, yeah, I mean, it makes complete sense. Beyonce is touring an album that came out last year. That came out last year. Yeah, everything came out last year. So you know, I guess it's surprising that uh, Metro Boomin album made it. The the Spider Man album ain't, ain't do that, but it might. So you know, it just came out. So we got some time. 
on that. Um, soundtracks. Soundtracks are weird. Or yeah. music inspired by. I think that's probably why uh, um, American Gangster still seems to be criminally underrated because it's inspired. Because it's because it's inspired by the movie. That's some that's some Diddy best producer. It's really really good. Good J bars. Good music. Oh yeah. It's just it's just good, and I think that's why it almost doesn't even feel like it's a part of the discography. It feels like on some novelty shit. It does. Like, but it's just and it was like in that weird time where it's like is he retired isn't he retired i think kingdom come came out first right right before and then this came like that kingdom come was 06 this was like 07 and this and then it, i don't think anything came out until blueprint 3 which was like oh like, and i like yeah, yeah 09 type shit uh and then like 09 into 10 but it was yeah it was all yeah so it, it was weird but i mean like revisiting it as as an adult it's like Oh no! This is oh shit! I should like like we're thirty. We should re-listen to Kingdom Come and see if it hits different. Yeah, (laughs) like I actually liked it when I first heard it. But the reason why, because at the time, I got a gift of the Black Album. Mm. So, so actually before, obviously this came out after, but I got the Black Album as a gift, and I think that came out. I think I think I was in fifth grade or sixth grade. And I remember listening to it, and it literally sounds, and it's weird now in the con, like where it fits in his career, but it sounds like the end. It does. Like every the, every song feels like the end, and then my first song is like so emotional. That shit and slapped though. It's great. It's amazing. And I remember listening to it, and I was like ten, and I remember being like, "This is when music was really starting to like touch me for real," and I was like. <laughs> so, he's so good. Why would he quit? Like I was literally thinking, like <laughs> it was, like, it was making me upset. Like he's so good at this. Why would he be done? There's no way he could be done. And uh, it was just, it was great. And I even understood it at ten or eleven. Like this is, this is, this guy is different. Like everything else I've listened to has been good. So this guy is different. And so at that point, when he came back, then I was like, oh shit. Well. I'm gonna listen to everything this guy asks because I don't know when the next time I'll hear him again. And then he he kept going at that point. Um, but yeah, that, I mean uh, the the post retirement, the post retirement, post retirement um, discography is actually kind of lit. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, actually, it's actually pretty fucking good. Watch the throne is in there. Yeah, I remember Twitter. I remember being on midnight buying it, <sighs> and you see the trending topics change with the album because people are all listening to it at the same time and you could just see the track list yeah push, pushing other shit out <laughs> i was like i'm like everyone's listening to this shit at the same time it was amazing. and it was ridiculously good <laughs> obviously going back on it it's really yay featuring hove but great hove bars yay carry amazing yay bars mm-hmm. It's just like just rap in these spots where I'm done. Oh. I, it's, it's, they did the same formula with with uh, a written a written testimony with Jay Electronica shit. And hey man, it's some nice, it's some nice, it's some gold in that, it's some gold in that album, y'all. <laughs> the album yeah. ain't go gold, yeah. but there's some yeah. gold in that motherfucking album. Um, yeah. What else is in that discography? There's there's there's, there's 
uh, Blueprint oh. Three, which is cool. Um, uh, Magna Carta, which was which that. Cool. We didn't like cool. it, and the thing is, we didn't like Magna Carta because, of course, it was like it was like perfect Blueprint Three Samsung shit, but yeah. it was the Samsung shit. It's like, oh, it's just preloaded on our phone, like you know, it was that thing. It was like all it was, the, it was too much. It was too glossy. Commercial. It was glossy. But that yeah. shit, he got some right. He got some bars on that motherfucker. Bro. He so, he so, rapping on that bitch. The shit heaven so, with him. Beach is better. Like I was obsessed. Like this is around the time I'm first starting to make beats, and I'm like so obsessed with Mike. I'm listening to this shit like, all day tomorrow. That's like, crazy. Everything Mike Will did, I was like, he was putting shit in the flanger. He was taking shit underwater. Like, he Bruh. was doing all this flash shit. And then when I heard Beach is Better, and I had this sub in my car at the time, I had these 12s. Girl, and I just, re- and oh, I just remember, like, what God. the fuck is this nigga lost it? And the thing, like, I think that was the first time, because at this point, I hadn't gone back on Jay's discography. So I hadn't, like, like post or, or pre-Blueprint. I hadn't listened to anything pre-Blueprint at that point in my life, right? Yeah. So I'm like... What year is this? Uh, this is 14, I think 14. Okay. So I think like, you know, outside of singles, you know, I know the singles, but outside, of, I haven't like actually done the work of listening to the albums. My dad's like, he's not in the rap. Um, so I got to rely on cousins and my cousins was listening to juvenile. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, so, so I didn't realize how braggadocious this nigga was, how like wavy this nigga was. I didn't, I didn't know the flow. Like I know Jay for being like just, just technician and shit. So when he's like talking about, you know, for as long as you took, you better look like Holly Berry or Beyonce. Like it's just like, ah, oh, nah, bro. He's starting a little too hard for me, bro. The, the hey, sucker nigga, whatever you are. I thought about your shit while I was like, like, he told the niggas your last shit ain't better than my first shit. Uh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. Like, I, I, I was like 21, 22 at the time. And this is right when I like kind of started rapping for real and started making my own music. And I'm just like, I mean, there's just no way I'm going to catch this nigga. Like, there's no, it's just no way. I, like, like, I, 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 I scratch being, scratch getting, being the best at this shit off. Nigga, this shit not happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> I went back. I went back and did the listen to it around 2012. It was like 19. And I went at that time. I hadn't heard blueprint back. Oh no, I hadn't heard. Uh, well, bits and pieces of blueprint. Probably, probably all, but I don't know if I really listened to it. I literally started at the beginning and went through. And so I go there to Bl- black album and I was like, Oh, he, he was actually really this good for, for the, forever. Like the whole fucking <laughs> time. This shit is crazy <laughs> to me. Like he's, he's that good then, and that's and that's literally why I prefaced it because I was like at the time I didn't know, like I felt yeah. like Pharrell with the Kanye I didn't know, I thought yeah. it was I thought it was just that I didn't know so so and like I'm always into my cool guy shit like I, I just like cool shit like I don't I don't need the the technical like what the the, the uh, cliche lyrical miracle shit I don't need it like I, I'm cool at it I just rather you be as cool as, just be as cool as possible. <laughs> And Jay Z is just like the coolest motherfucker. Like, like of course you got Yay, but that's why I like one of my favorite rappers is for real. Like, I don't give a fuck about like this shit cool, nigga. This shit cool and the song good, so that's all I care about. I don't give a fuck about the actual skill that's not weighted as high 
like technical skill can you say this many syllables like i don't give a fuck about that shit is the song good is it cool and jay-z be fucking getting all the cool points on a lot of these. the songs don't be good all the time but that nigga be cool every fucking single time be cool. so, the coolest I, I aspire to be that cool when i'm 50 so and then and like this is like once again now he's got this shit where he's just wearing suits and fucking hoodies and beanies and shit and it's just like Bro, I can't. I like I'm bald. Like I, I'm never gonna have dreads hanging out of hanging out of bottom of my beanie. Like I'm just I'm not. It's certain levels of cool. I just gotta look at other niggas for. And yeah, I just I kind of was thinking when he got the dreads, I was like, man, that'd be cool if I had some under the hat. And it's like, okay, I guess I guess I'm working on the the Jordan tequila eyes, but like other than that, like I don't, I don't fuck. Like, you know, I don't. Who who do I got? Who do I got? Who do I look up to? <laughs> like. To be like, okay, I would be as cool as this motherfucker. Everybody got all their hair still. I'm already said, dead. <laughs> said he had the baddest chick in the game wearing his chain. He said that shit when I was nine years old and it pissed me the fuck off. Cause literally I would have nightmares and only way I'd make myself go to sleep. I never told anybody this before. I know I made myself go to sleep. <laughs> and this is pre like, you know, handling my business. But I'm like nine years old and I would have like nightmares. I would have like these things. I'd be like, you know, happy thoughts, happy thoughts, happy thoughts. Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. And I just go to sleep. And this nigga's talking about he's got the fight. Like, that's not. Don't talk about her like that. I told my mom when I was 11 <laughs> that I was going to marry Beyonce. So I'm saying, like, so. like, that was the first time. I guess that the, the, Beyonce was the first time my parents, maybe the first and only time that I know of, that my parents clashed about, like, I guess my sexuality. They, they were. My, I hung up the Survivor post. I had to. I asked for the Survivor. You know, back in the day, you could like had these yeah. like subscriptions where you pay, uh, you know, ninety nine cent per CD, and you would get hella CDs for not like ninety yeah. cents each or whatever. So, you know, my dad was. It was six, five of us in the house. He would get, go through and get everybody. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? So I wanted the the Survivor, the Destiny's Child Survivor album. I didn't know it came with them in a pinup in the bikinis. I didn't know that. But once I opened it, too. once I opened it and I saw it, that's going on the wall. So I put it on the wall. My mom walked in the room. She tore it down. She's like, "You let her put this up in the room. You do it." Of course, it's like two thousand. So I'm seven. And it's like you know, yeah, mom. Like you know, me, me and Beyonce have grown. So anytime I hear Jay Z talk about Beyonce and such a man, oh my God, he like drunk in love and and what's the one song she's talking about? Some cigars on ice and and she got oh. she got the uh, water, daddy, daddy, yeah. did he bring a towel? I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, oh no, no, no. Well, you know what? That that reminds me, and this is what I leave you with. <laughs> I love Beyonce because she made give a head in a in a in a car cool. It worked for it. It worked for me. So thank you, Beyonce. <laughs> I tell you this: if they if you they stigmatized it, yeah, because that was one of those things where it's like, yo, this would be dope. And then Beyonce threw the ooh, and she was like, yo, this is what we doing on the way to the venue. Oddly, uh, I was like, oddly enough. Okay. Oddly enough, there there has been on the other side of that there has been a switch in which uh, <laughs> several men have have joined the no offense eat the cake anime club. Uh, so, <laughs> so it seems like this couple is really ruling ruling the way that we 
view sex and everything like that. And she and she very influential company. She told y'all to to leave y'all niggas, and then she told y'all to take them back. Take them back and taking the red lobster. Niggas always talk about the first half of lemonade. They don't never talk about the second half. Don't talk about the second half. Don't talk about the first half. You going crazy? Second half, she was like, "He's a good dad." He he he. Yeah, I got him. He he fucked up. Reminds me of my dad at some point. At some point, a little bit. Yo, and they had Matthew in the bleeds too. I was like, that wasn't the bleeds. And I was like, compared to where Tina was, that's the bleeds. That's the bleeds, bruh. <laughs> like, that ain't where I'm sitting. I'm in the bleeds, bleeds. But where he was there as the, crea- <laughs> as the creator, he's sitting there. Oh, man. It's supposed to be where his grandkids <laughs> and his, his son in law down in the in the box. Nope. Seeing random people down there. Matt was up there. So. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. I just, anyways, I guess that that wraps it up for <laughs> episode fourteen. Uh, <laughs> please follow. Please like. Please uh share it. Uh, oh, and and when you do share it, I, I know you'd be doing that cool thing where you share it with like it has the two names. I don't mm. know how that works, mm. but if you share another one, and it's me, share put put it to me because I know that gets it out. More because it's now it's on two timelines. Gotcha. So, y'all need to see the clips. I need to listen to the shit. And, and so we get some motherfucking man. sponsorships. That would be nice. That would be nice. Liquor or something or sne- or socks. I love socks. Mm, love a good sock. <laughs> hey man, well, hope you enjoyed your birthday, bro. Welcome to the Thirty Club. Um, Here, guys. Have more festivities. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Enjoy yourself, bro. You earned it. <laughs>